Welcome to the Hooniverse Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Glucker, and before I start rambling into the attempted funny, I'd like to give a quick bit of praise to the city that both Blake and I originally called home. Additionally, producer Chris lived there as well. Sure, Blake's from way out near Worcester, but tonight I'm going to let that slide. Boston was just the target of a tragic attack, but I'm blown away, yet not surprised in the manner in which the city has quickly rallied back. This is a town of tough bastards who quickly lend a hand without hesitation to anyone in need. I'm not going to drone on and on. I just wanted to echo the sentiments many others have already been making. Here's a cheers to one of my favorite cities on the planet and a place my family and close friends call home. Ooh, yeah. cheers. I, uh, We're all drinking Sam Adams, We're all by drinking the way. Sam Summer. Sam Summer. Now, let's get back to the real intro. And I'll have you know I drove here in a diesel drinking car with a manual gearbox like a good little auto journalist. If only it were a brown wagon. Joining me, as always, is my co-host and future life partner, Blake Zeroy Rong. You know, that's legal in Massachusetts and California. <laughs> that's true. So. Blake, how are you doing right this second? Doing lovely. Great. I'd like to introduce tonight's guest, the soon-to-be queen of Hot Rod, Miss Elena Scher. Hey. I probably pronounced that wrong, even though we already talked about it. Yeah. And I've known you for years. A little bit. It's cool. Right. She's moved on from the PR side of the game to the far less financially viable writer's side and now serves up tasty articles for Hot Rod when she's not appearing in videos on the Motor Trend YouTube channel. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. Is it fun to be sitting on the couch next to the Blake Z. Wrong? He's touching. That's uh, what that's he does. That's a lie. That is a lie. That I is not witnesses. a lie. I can see I it from here. Witnesses. Things are getting funky. Uh, but let's kick things off like we always do. It's time to talk about new car stuff, which might not be your favorite thing in the world, but we'll start there and then quickly move to the old cars, which are the fun I, stuff. I can make the same noise I'm going to make when I mean to make fun of Blake, but I'm not going to. So new car? Mm. Yeah, okay. So that's the noise for when you're making fun of Blake. Yeah, or new cars. Okay, perfect. Uh, so, so you should love this first one then. Uh, I wanted to bring this up because I think this is kind of interesting. Chevrolet Cruze diesel numbers came out. Yeah. 46 miles per gallon. It beats the Passat TDI, the Jetta TDI, and any non-hybrid passenger car. Now, Still expensive as hell. Yeah. What's the also, price I read the street numbers not beating the Jetta. Really? Yeah. Interesting. We'll have to see that when journalists – I'm sure it'll – I'm sure when a journalist gets their hand, it'll be 10 miles below below. Okay, journalists EPA. will complain that it doesn't come with a manual. Uh, definitely. They definitely... Def- is, does it not come with it's a manual? It's not going to come with a manual. Really? It? I don't know. I'm assuming it wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I'd like to check on that. We need a fact checker. But either way, the real, I think, interesting part of this story is that it shows diesels are officially making more of a dent in the United States because, yeah, it's been the provenance of the Germans for a while. Now we've got a Japanese automaker doing it. But now... <laughs> we just found out Blake is wrong and it does come with the manual. I yeah, love no. being right. You still owe me seven. Actually, you still owe me seven dollars, by the way. First of all, uh, I already paid you that. Second of all, I'm glad I'm wrong in this case because manuals right. are awesome. Good point. But the fact that an American automaker is really bringing a diesel here, I think that's a good sign. Yeah, I like manuals and when they're not in trucks. And I drove here in a Passat TDI. I'm not taking it easy on the car, and I probably I'm averaging like 35 and miles a gallon. Volkswagen is the king of the diesels, right? So, but this is why it's cool to see an American company do it. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, more new car stuff. Uh, Mercedes showed off that they're bringing the GLA to Shanghai. It looks chunky. (laughs) Well, I think I I wrote this down in my my little notes here that it looks like an Infiniti FX had sloppy sex with a new CLA. Oh, God. It's nice and round. and So much weird chrome bits just flying around everywhere. It's squishy and it has big wheels. Squishy and hunchy. Sounds like Los Angeles, right. really. Yeah, it's like a softer Infinity FX, even though that's a little soft now, too. It's kind of chunky. It's got chunky proportions on it. Like, the wheels are extended yeah, upwards. Yeah, chunky everything. concept proportions, yeah. though. But, you know, of course, it's concept. When it comes with, like, like 18-inch wheels and wheel gaps to fit a refugee family, then, you know, <laughs> it's going to be a little <laughs> That's how they display it in Shanghai. Yeah, there's a refugee family. <laughs> they're actually Tibetan monks, and they're hiding from... Well, okay, I can't make that joke. I'm Chinese, so I can make that joke. <laughs> that's why I'm letting you take that one, and yeah. I'm not touching it. <laughs> Um, Communism. Anyway, now this one, this one might be a little bit more exciting. Ford just produced their one millionth Mustang at their Flat Rock plant, and they've been building them there since 2005. That's that's a big achievement. One million Mustangs. I mean, sure, some of them were garbage. That's like, a million since 1964. Right? Is that including? No, no, since 2005. Oh, that's oh. pretty impressive. Okay, okay. Yeah. since specifically for Flat Rock. Okay. Yeah, that's very impressive. Yeah, and because yeah. I mean. <laughs> The sad thing is a large number of those are probably V6 convertible Hertz specials, but... With automatics. Still, it's a nice number. I don't think Alana knows what a Mustang is because she's too into Camaros, right? Mm. Oh, I think she's Mopar or No Car. (laughs) Um, I've driven a Mustang once or twice. Oh, you... Actually, you recently had the new GT350, didn't you? Yeah. How was that? 
Um, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, it Good was, noise, you know, I had it for like 24 hours, so there's not a whole lot you can do in that time, but lime, I did my best. Was it the lime green one? It was so green. The gotta have gotta it. Gotta have it. Color, yeah. Maybe pass on it. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to my friend Mike who has one, and I forgot the last time I gave a shout out to him, so. He bought one? He bought one and gotta have it green. Let's make fun of him for a second. Is it really called, what, what is it? It, really? it is gotta really called green. gotta no, have it green. Oh, so it's, it's a Shelby it's, color, not a Ford No, it's a Ford color. No, it's a Ford color. Gotta have it green. It's a Ford color. That's a terrible name. Okay. Terrible color, too. Yeah. It's, you know. Maybe cho- maybe choose another color green. Yeah, just call, uh, I'll just take black. Can I, about, can I just get Highland in black? Green. Yeah. They Highland? look really Highland good. Highland green blue. would be great. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, so switching kind of the spectrums in terms of price, at least. Um, Lamborghini is finally talking about ending their run of Gallardos, and they're going to do it with the rear-wheel drive, lightweight, manual version, and that sounds fucking awesome don't forget they built one of those before and it was called the balbonia right yeah. right but that was they're only supposed to be 250 of those and i think they actually only built 10 i believe manual Bal- gearboxes I believe balbonia actually has sloppy sex with an italian prostitute in every one of those cars as the final assembly stage of that car balbonia edition. gets a balboner i'm, balboner, pr- yes. I'm pretty <laughs> sure i read that in car and driver yeah yeah, that sounds about right. I think they were involved with it, too. Road and Track story. is actually taking it to the next level as part of the revival and hiring a prostitute to finish the story for I the believe Bob only writes for Road and Track, as, everyone, as does everyone else on the planet. <laughs> he has the back page column next week. Yeah. <laughs> um, but enough about new cars, because our lovely guest really doesn't give a shit about them. I like Lamborghinis. Okay. <laughs> They're nice, the car. Um, but you like old cars. You write for Hot Rod. You like cool cars. We like cool cars, too. Um, and I'd like to learn more about specifically your cool cars. So why don't you start, and we have time for this. We have plenty of time. Start telling us about the cars you own. Um, okay. Uh, my daily driver normally is a 70 Dodge Challenger. I sometimes alternate with a 69 Dodge Polara, um, which is like a Challenger, only a lot bigger and greener and square. And <laughs> It's not got to have it green, though, that's for sure. It's not got to have it green. It's more like... Um, Pea soup green. Yeah, you know, late 60s appliance green. Yeah. Um, Check out my new dishwasher. <laughs> Check out my Frigidaire. <laughs> Let me light the logs. Heat it up. Yeah. Your dishwasher? That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, That's there's how you got a the fire-powered ah. steam. You, steam burn off the, you burn off the grease on your plate. That, that Challenger is quasi-famous. First season of Top Gear famous. Yeah, right? it was on Top Gear. Didn't um, they fuck it up a little bit? No, no, they didn't. Well, I mean, if by fuck it up you mean let it be beaten by a Camaro that couldn't have... <laughs> even come close to it yes they, they broke, did do that they broke your boss's car right um they didn't really break it oh they did they broke my key off in oh. the ignition was it rut huh was it rutledge no no it wasn't any of the hosts oh, okay. it was one of the because we randomly mentioned rutledge last week so that'd be weird if it was two weeks in a row no but no so no um but scratch Rut- that rutledge did drive it and he actually emailed me afterwards to apologize for losing for losing um, because he's like, yeah, it was a lot faster than the Camaro. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Was So was that part scripted? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> more Camaro, well, love, more Camaro love for Hot Rod Magazine. Um, <laughs> so so what else do you have going on in the garage? Um, don't you have a drag car? I do. I've got a 76 Dart Light, which was the Bicentennial edition. It has a eagle on the side. It had red, white, and blue seats. It was originally a slant six car, but it's a small block now. It runs like mid elevens on the motor and I think, tens I th- on the nitrous. Wow, uh, I think Bob Lutz hand built every single one of those. Um, That's I rumor. actually thought it was George Washington, but <laughs> one of those. Yeah, uh, one of those American heroes. Well, how much nitrous does it have? Um, it has a dual five hundred shot. Two of them, so. big ones, by tonight. And those were not overnighted from Japan. Those were built right here <laughs> in America. Uh, that's really, um, really, really but impressive. But that makes me sound much cooler than I am because I haven't actually had it out since they closed LACR, which was the local track near me. And I'm too, you know, it's so sitting it's, on flat slicks in the there. garage. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Um. <laughs> um, now, you also share your home with your delightful boyfriend who also has cars. I believe he has the car you want is why you're bringing this what? up. No, no, no. What? Oh, right, right, right. Well, I forgot about that car, but why don't you go ahead and share that car? Jeff wants a Charger. Yeah. Like a 69, maybe. Yeah, yeah. maybe like a black one. Yeah. Maybe. That's the exact maybe a big car your boyfriend one. has. Yep. Yeah. Nice. 440, right? Yeah. Uh, well, that's funny because I kind of want your car. 
1970 well, challenge. That was a creepy voice, Blake. <laughs> I want your car, Alana. <laughs> okay, then. Um, I, I want if your for some reason car. our <laughs> garage is broken into and I never hear from you guys again, I will know who did If you it. see little footprints next to big footprints, <laughs> it, it wasn't us. <laughs> and a bunch of empty Sam Adams bottles. <laughs> <laughs> we, just, we just carry them throughout. We just throw them around. Uh, what else does he have besides the Chargers? He's got a couple, right? Um, yeah. Uh, he's, he's got a 71 Cuda. A six pack car, Jesus and um, <laughs> and then he's got a, a ramp truck project. Like uh, he's got the um, like an old sixties seventies car hauler. Um, and you guys are doing all the work on your cars, right? Yes, yeah. Um, and the the car hauler is currently the big project. It, it was Dick Landy's car hauler, um, and you know I don't know if you guys out there listening know what I'm talking about. It's a if you can picture like a 70s, early 70s drag race, like the um, snake and mongoose haulers yeah. that Prudhomme restored, the yellow and red ones uh, with the funny car on the back. That's the same kind of truck that some of the pro stock guys had. Dodge gave them the trucks and they would do these Dodge clinics across the country where they would go into dealerships and basically teach people how to build race cars, wow. which um, should really start happening again if yeah. anybody do OEM is listening. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, Dick Landy was kind of the West Coast star. Sox and Martin were the East Coast stars for Oh, for yeah, Sox and Martin, definitely. Yeah, and so same kind of trucks. So they would have these big trucks that had like sort of a T-top box, and then it was an open ramp. And, you know, the car would be on the ramp. They would tow another car on an open trailer behind it. Old school. And at the time, those were the big guys in racing. That, that was... You know, that was full-on baller style. There were no semi-trucks or anything. Everybody else was, like, flat-towing with a bar. You right. know? So, <laughs> That's um, awesome. Yeah, so we, we've been hunting for that truck for a long time and, and found it, and it's um, going to take all of our money and all of our time until we die, but hopefully we right. will actually finish it. Awesome. So now, how, did, how did your boyfriend come to acquire those two cars? Because I know, you know, if you look at the market, they're $60,000 and above for, like, a 71 Cuda. And especially a '69 Charger. You, he's had him a long time. He's had him a while. Yeah. Back when, back before they exploded in value at yeah. Jackson. Yeah. I, well, I mean, same with me. I couldn't buy a Challenger now if I wanted one, but when I got that one, um, it was just it was just before all of them started costing money. Right. You know, my Challenger wasn't originally a big block car. It was just a 318 car, which. At the time that I bought it, wasn't worth anything because people were only interested in numbers matching restoration right. stuff. And now they're the market changed, and it I think partially because everybody's so into pro touring builds and that kind of stuff. It doesn't really matter what you're starting with, right? So all of those cars in any sort of decent shape are worth a lot more yeah, money. Than yeah, yeah. And then your Challenger also has all kinds of Hotchkiss goodies underneath, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's basically similar to the yellow car that I drove, which remains one of my favorite cars of all time, but faster. Yeah. Faster um, in a straight line. Faster with smaller wheels. Okay. S- more sleeper. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it recently broke down. Uh, it, it did. <laughs> On the side of the road. Well, it wasn't that recently because it was in Magic Ma- Magazine time, so it was oh, actually like right. many, many months ago, okay. but it was recently discussed in the magazine right, that it broke right. down. It just broke a belt. It was very exciting. Now, Wait, your car or the Hotchkiss one? No, the no, no. Yeah. Mine. Oh, okay. Mine. Got it. Stranded on the side of the road. Um, so you actually... Uh, mentioned a topic I want to switch gears to. You mentioned Snake and Mongoose. You're like BFFs with Don Prudhomme now. <laughs> um, there are a lot of great things about working at Hot Rod, and one of them has been getting a chance to, you know, people will take my phone calls. Um, <laughs> but amazingly, the Prudhomme thing doesn't have so much to do with Hot Rod, and it has a lot more to do with that truck um, because he restored his trucks, and he was really good friends with Dick Landy back in the day because okay. they all lived in the valley. Right. Um, and I ran into him at a Shelby event, I think at the Peterson Museum, and I had met him once before, and uh, and I talked to him about trucks back then because we were looking for a truck, and so he remembered me from that. And so then I told him that we'd got Dick Landy's truck, and it was the most amazing thing that's ever happened to me with a famous person. He he pulled me aside from, like, the group, because people kept coming up and asking for his autograph. He's like, let's go over here and, like, sit down, because I, I want you to tell me about this truck right. that you got. And um, 
and so I've sent him updates on it ever since then, and he likes you know sends me text messages. It's crazy. I can't. I can never believe it. Well, you really also happening. you shot that great video with him too. Did that yeah. come after the first meeting of him? And it did. Yeah, it came afterwards. So. Um, and then did he talk about the upcoming film at all? Is he excited about that? Um, I think so. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I I think it's hard for anyone to see their life made in into a film. Uh, especially maybe a film that isn't super high budget because, you know, he's yeah. like, oh, they don't talk about this. And Not they, me. They that's my life goal is to be made into a film. A low budget happen. film? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. A yep. horror movie. With a couch just like the one you guys are sitting I on. think probably at the moment remaking your life wouldn't cost that much. No, definitely not. I mean. Definitely not. You know, not. De- actually, now I'm sad. I don't know. Jeff, <laughs> you, you've, you've driven a lot of expensive press cars. Yeah, so. for like a weekend at a time. I live yeah. my life a weekend, a weekend at a time. I'm free. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, I live my life in other people's cars. So what's it like being on the other side of the fence? You happy to make the jump to writer? You liking it? Oh, yeah. it's uh, There's no comparison. Even though you're probably poor now, right? You were probably mm. super rich. No, NPR, I was never, right? was like never super rich. Like banking C-notes no. left and right. I'm, I'm really not, not a very valuable human being. <laughs> Nobody ever pays me for anything. Uh, I don't know. That garage sounds pretty valuable. <laughs> it is now, but it wasn't. <laughs> right. You need bigger locks now. Elena, we're using you for your garage. Yeah. Obviously. Um, no. So <laughs> what's been uh, maybe your favorite? Do you have a, a favorite assignment from uh, Hot Rod that you've been sent on? Everything that I do keeps getting better, maybe because I'm getting less, slightly less nervous about fucking it up. Not a lot less nervous. There's still a lot of things to fuck up. But um, everything's been great because everything's different. It changes all the time. Um, I mean, in the last two weeks, three weeks, you know, I I drove the Shelby. I went to North Carolina and I drove a dragster. um, And then I came back here. I'm doing like a custom helmet painting job oh, wow. with Pete Santini and uh, we we had that Hot Rod Homecoming show mm-hmm. uh, hung out with Tommy Ivo and Roland Leong so wow. uh, it's it's almost ridiculous it's like I feel like I can't even talk about what I'm doing with my friends because if they're car people they think I'm bragging and if they're not car people they, they no don't idea. understand what right. the hell I'm talking about well you know who probably would have beat you at the dragster Blake he is a V-School graduate. I don't know if you know that. He you know, a- I have been enrolled in the Cadillac CTSV racing school, and I would have beaten you in a CTSV wagon. Oh, yeah? What did you, what did you the, run the in, the, uh, in the wagon down the drag strip? Let's just say it was fast, Alana. Let's just, let's <laughs> uh-huh. just put it that way. It was how, very quick. How many digits were in front of the decimal point? 17. <laughs> I think it was around 17 or so. How fast did you go? It went 987 That's at 131. That's fast. I think they require a helmet for that speed. Yeah. That's Probably. pretty quick. I nearly peed. No, I mean, and by, and by nearly, I mean I did. So I'm really sorry for whoever had to use that car speed. afterwards. <laughs> tell, us, tell us about the car. What kind of, what dragster was it? Um, it's, it was weird. It's a, it was a particular, it's a school. It's the Doug Foley school. And they, um, they have these little, I don't know how to describe them. I, maybe they're sort of like a super comp dragster. So... It's not a super high horsepower engine. It's a small block Chevy, and it's a short dragster, not like a top fuel car. Is it shaped like, like a top fuel? Though? Yeah, it looks like a dragster, but it's it's just smaller all the way around. Sort of, if you could imagine the. It'd be funny if they run like Honda VTEC motors. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, we. Well, you know, the, the junior dragsters run like weed whacker motors or something in them. Have you ever seen those that the little oh, kids oh, drive? Oh, kids That's awesome. drive those. They're little. God, I want to go to drive. I know. I, school. you know, I need to talk <laughs> to my. Jeff I need to talk to my parents. Me. Jeff will stop mocking me about CTSV racing school. Impossible. Then I'll just school. switch to junior drag racing school. <laughs> Fine. Hey, I beat a bunch of three-year-olds. All right, <laughs> shut your face. You might also beat some sixteen-year-old girls. Ooh, maybe not though. But probably not. Probably not. not. Yeah. Probably not. Let's face it. <laughs> uh, so moving on to uh, a, w- a little bit away from some of that stuff we got to circle slightly back to new car stuff because we got to talk about what we've been driving lately Blake uh, I saw that you just pulled up in a Hyundai Genesis coupe right but I've Are only you had just that sense drifting your mood. ass off all around Southern California oh you just got it today I just got it today okay. I actually turned in a Mitsubishi Lancer Evo that I filled up three times because I put like 600 miles on it that car is great that car feels like the car I would have built in my backyard it's got like a rock hard same build quality. Solid. Yeah, same build quality. Terrible interior. Rock solid suspension. Really grabby brakes. Everything squeaks on that thing. Yes, it's you live with that thing and you will die a broken man. It could, I could do without day. the body, all of the glass. That's stupid. The mean. center stack, literally the entire body, 
all I want, engine, transmission, and seat, and the all-wheel control, and I think that's it. That's all and you need. And that clutch, that feels like you're pushing down. So you had the GSR. Travel. Yeah. GSR with the uh, five-speed manual. I'm surprised they haven't put a six in it. Because it's Mitsubishi. That's Why would true. they think to do that? Why would they want to innovate? But um, yeah, that car is telepathic, though. That car is amazing. Chris is saying that fender vents equal awful. And I think that's just a general rule of thumb with any car. If what about Corvettes? Vents, those aren't fender vents. Those are just side scoops. Oh. And they're useful. Design difference. Now, since you're a V-School graduate, did you get the brakes hot enough to really use those fender vents? Extract that heat? I, Where'd I you really take the car? To, I think I think the fender vents actually point into the engine. And, you know, the engine <laughs> was running a bit hot. So, you know, the you, fender vents, just you open them up. You don't open up fender vents. And then you just extract all that air out of there. Where'd and you take it? Anywhere fun? Uh, Canyon Roads. I did a lot of Canyon Roads, you know. Yeah. So that means I drove to Irvine a couple and... times for various news stories, and um, that's not fun. But um, it's not fun on the highway. No, it's not fun on the highway. But Especially I have a radio when you're protector. Hanging off fifth and just... and the turbo kicks in at like thirty five hundred, so it's great. <laughs> yeah. It's so much fun. When you, and when you shift, it just drops back down to like four thousand. So you're right in the turbo range right there. So you can go. It's only got two. It's listed at two ninety one horsepower, but it fuses way quicker. It does feel pretty. And quick. that's the beauty of turbochargers. Science, guys. Science. Science. Um, so I'm in a very different vehicle than that. I am in the Passat TDI. Different type of turbo technology. Um, talked about it earlier. Still, still torquey. Still has a terrible clutch. Yes. Uh, there's zero feel there. The shifter's all right. They're getting better at them. The one of the Golf R is good, but this is not that one. Seats are fantastically comfortable. Right. The back seats are wonderful. And this is like a base Passat TDI, if that's such a thing. Um, I mean, it's Chevy a good Palo, car. It's, it's under shitty. 30. It's it's nice, but it's yeah. not. there's nothing exciting about it. It's just a, a good car. Um, but we did drive some other cars that were exciting, and I want you to tell us about the LFA Bro, Bro, Fast and Furious. <laughs> Listen, you owe me a ten-second car, and I met Paul Walker, as you pointed out on my Facebook, and <laughs> I did not quote Fast and Furious at him directly. But <sighs> the Lexus PR guy did, and it was great because you can't punch the Lexus PR guy in the face. But you did he do like punch? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Did he laugh like that? A little bit. He he thought it was okay. But um, he told us the story about how he some girl ran up to him and she had fast and five tattooed on both her wrists. And Paul Walker was like, in five years, you're going to laser that off. Uh, hopefully she does that in three weeks. Hopefully she does That's that today. terrible. Like, why would you get Let's fast today. five tattooed Right, because they're making two more movies. So she'll have to update no, it. It doesn't, matter, how, it doesn't matter if they, if, if, if they <laughs> only made one movie called Fast Five. You should not get Fast Five You should not get any movie, movie title tattooed. On. Oh, I, have a, I did show you guys my Scent of a Woman tattoo that's on my ribs. <laughs> yeah. I have Top Gun tattooed on my ass. I have Spaceballs. Okay, cool. I don't know. <laughs> I think Jeff actually has Spaceballs. That's a medical condition. I thought we weren't going to bring it up. <laughs> Uh, oh, the LFA was. That's why you like the comfortable seat. Right. That's why I need. I'm sitting on a a cushion too. So, (laughs) Um, yeah, the LFA was as amazing as you think it is, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, it's a Toyota, whatever. It's soulless piece of crap." No, that car is amazing. That car sounds awesome, and it's one of the best sounding cars ever made. Yeah, it's it's amazing. You look down, and you're at 5,000 RPM, and the engine's screaming at you. Then you realize, oh wait, I have 4,000 RPM. It hasn't even opened its throats yet. Yeah, it's great. Throats. And apparently there's some controversy with how Lexus isn't selling as many of those as they want to, even though they've already built all 500. Right. And, you know, $375,000, there's a lot more cars you can get there. And so I think Three, somebody, Isn't 375 like base MSRP and they all go for over 400 Yeah, probably. No, I mean, there's, not that it's a... That, there's two on eBay level. right now for $300,000. Yeah, I checked really? because I want one. <laughs> I think I don't think you're Miata. You're not going to get that much trade in. No, I I mean you did put a wooden wheel in it. I did go to the CTSV Racing School, so they should cut me a discount, (laughs) professional racing school discount. Um, So you drove the LFA. I drove a car that was more expensive and faster. I drove the Lamborghini Aventador. I was basically Bruce Wayne for a weekend. Bruce, uh, I just called you Bruce. You're Bruce, definitely Bruce Wayne. Blake just made a jerk off motion, which you can't see because this is a podcast. Right? Uh, Yeah, it was the craziest vehicle I've ever been given the keys to. Pretty much. Did they know who you were? I, did they, they, did they think that you they were... They specifically told me that I could not review it for Hooniverse. It so was for a freelance gig. <sighs> no, they didn't just give it to me. I, I still... We did a video on it, but it did was... You, did you lie and tell them you were writing for Road and Track? No, no. Because he it was, does, because everybody does. Because everybody does. I do, I do not. I feel a little <laughs> insulted that I haven't been asked yet. Um, in due time. But yeah, it was it was it's flat paint that cost fourteen thousand dollars. I took was it to cars black? and coffee. I let little kids sit in it. 
to make their day. And then it made my day just getting back in it and leaving. Uh, it was amazing. It was, was it, amazing. Was it the black one or the white one? Technically, they call it brown, but it's so dark brown that it looks black. So you posted in Brown Car Appreciation Society, didn't you? I didn't. I should have, but you they would have said it's black. You would piss off Ben Wadilla so much. It'd be great. I know. I well, it'd be wonderful just for that. Um, I've I've never driven anything that fast. Zero to sixty-two is like two point nine seconds. Yeah, which is mind-blowingly fast. Can you feel that in the street driving? Like, do you know that? Do you? Are, and can you tell how fast? Producer it is? Zach is shaking his head because I took him for a spin in it. Yes. Yes, was, you can. I was nodding. Shaking his head up and down. Sit, <laughs> Shaking his head in a vertical way. He was, vertical he was vertically, yes. On the y-axis. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Math. Math. Um, so after I gave back the Aventador. Well, hold I, on, hold on. you got to tell us a story. You know, where did you drive it and did anyone say anything? So oh, here's another question for sure. you. Um, did anyone who talked to you about the car have a vagina? Um, my wife hated it. I picked her up at LAX in it. She was not happy. And then we had rush hour traffic on the way home. Did you fit all the luggage in it? Uh, she had just had one carry on and I fit it behind her seat because she's short. Oh, nice. Um, so that was fun to, to make her mad about it. That was fun. Um, car pulling up though, the right? scissor doors and she was like, I could see her face as I pulled up to curbside. Uh, yeah, but it was stop and go traffic on a yeah. Friday. Um, and then um, I also. So I took the cars and coffee, but then I also took it to my buddy's house in Newport because he wanted to see it. Newport bro. Newport Beach bro. Who He also had a massive shipment of beer waiting for me from Russian River Brewing. So I put a 12-pack and a growler of Pliny the Elder in the passenger seat. So I was it was like the best double brag on Instagram of Spoken the day. Spoken like a true auto journalist. Right. So, so, so the beer. answer is... No, women don't care about the car, but men do. No, but nerdy yeah. guys I mean, care way some, too much about craft and kids. Do. Some and women beer. do, wow. mostly though who are like in the auto industry. Yeah. Or, really, yeah. really. Jeez, you I was just curious because picked up. I, you know, pail. a car like that. <laughs> a car like that, you you know, you think people buy it for. That's the only reason you buy that car. In right, and yeah. then only all you're going to get is dudes but then I pass and then somebody, women in the auto industry, which means like there's four of us. They, they, but I passed somebody going the other way on PCH in an Aventador. He was in his own, and I was like, well, this car sucks. <laughs> this is annoying. <laughs> well, that's but because I, of I, I, I've driven some eye-catching cars. Like the, the, um, I drove uh, – Our friend Jeff Jablanski saw you in the Vanquish. Yes, he did. That was the car I was going to talk about next, but you just ruined it. No, Good. I'm just kidding. You Good. Didn't ruin it. I've driven um, a Vanquish. What's that? I said I've driven the Vanquish. We can car. talk about the Vanquish. Because they had a few at I, uh, Source. I haven't. Nice. Well, but you're a famous auto journalist. How have you not driven that very car? Very famous racing school. But the Aventador, uh, I... Um, do you want to go away and come back I think when we're not talking about cars that you haven't driven? Yeah, that's a good idea. I yeah. could use another beer, Blake. Yeah, I think uh, we could <laughs> do a beer break. Um, we will do a beer break in a second once I finish Aventador. I've never driven a car <laughs> where people had their just cameras out. Every like grandmothers driving their '86 Rav fours. They oh, they, so women they did never like made it. Rav fours. No, 86. they did specifically for this one grandmother. Okay, yeah, they're like hanging out, veering into you, and and it's it, little kids, old men, uh, middle aged women. Every the reaction on the streets was very interesting. Actually. When I parked it at my apartment complex, which is ridiculous. Did you scrape the bumper a million times? No, because you can raise and lower the nose. Oh, nice. Um, the, uh, I had not yet met any of my neighbors because I moved into a newer place. I met four the weekend I had the Aventador. And they're going to be really disappointed when you show up in a Pazate DI the next day. <laughs> well, that's a funny story because I, I had the Vanquish, which we'll get to after we do our beer break. Before I do that, I heard these two upstairs neighbors coming downstairs as my wife and I were leaving to go out. And they go, one... It was an upstairs neighbor being picked up by his friend. He goes, I'm, and I, this, I, this is all I caught of the conversation. I don't know who this fucking guy is. He comes here. He brought an Aventador. Now he's going to vanquish. Why the fuck would you live here? And I was like. Because no reason. <laughs> and I wanted to. I, I, I told. I, cause I because it, I live a lie. I wanted to say like. My I, life is I, a I, lie. So I'm like. I, they're my cars. I'm I, writing about them. They're not always this They won't believe amazing. that either. They're like. They're like Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but I should have Did just you say let that to go. Them? You should Yeah, I stopped oh. them so they no, don't think just no, some no, like No, no, no. You should have said I just want to know how the little people live. Well, I should have said cuz I own this entire fucking complex. Yeah. Sure. You're paying me rent, motherfucker. This is my bang pad. <laughs> 
All right. On that note, let's take a break and get this into This is my beer. safe house. <laughs> all, right. Um, all right. We are refreshed with new refreshments. We I'd like to beer. point out that Blake and Jeff got new refreshments. That's because Blake did get enough. And actually, That's Blake- because Blake bought a six-pack right. for five people or uh, something like that. Yeah. So that means there's- So you have beer. to share, Blake. That's what that I, means. I actually drank four of those. <laughs> That's impossible. You would have hit your head on the microphone by now. Just like that. Um, all right. So I was talking about before we did the refreshment refresher um, for two of us because Blake's a jerk. Uh, Don't ever say that again. After the Eventador, I got a wonderfully blue Aston Martin Vanquish. Matte blue, wasn't it? No, 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 no. The orange one's the flat one. Oh, this right. one's a nice, shiny, almost French racing blue. It's it's actually gorgeous. Bugatti blue. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, um, yeah. It's French French racing blue, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so the uh, the Vanquish, you've driven it. I have. I drove the orange one. Impressions, thoughts. Um, I liked it. Uh, another friend uh, said that it was the sort of car that should sit on doilies when it's in the garage, and I did kind of agree with that. Like, it's a little bit precious. It's, but it's. I think it's one of the best Grand Tours out there. Because you're, you're not going to go rip up a racetrack, but you're going to have fun on a canyon road. And then cruising down the highway back from the canyon road, you're going to be extremely comfortable. Actually, I also think it's probably the best Aston Martin ever made. I don't know because it's the only Aston Martin I've ever driven. Um, I did have one complaint about it, which is a complaint I have about a lot of new cars that I drive, which is that I can feel the delay between when you press the throttle and the car moves forward. And it drives me nuts. That one has... Um, so there's a sport mode, which might have helped a little bit. I don't know if it was in sport mode or not. But also, I, that's one issue I pointed out in a video I did that car that I thought the throttle could have been a slightly more responsive. But like in a real nitpicky Ooh, We way. agree on something. Yes, we do. Wow, amazing. Blake, you haven't driven it, so we're going to keep talking about it. So <laughs> cool. it makes 565 horsepower. I, it has It's fixed all the issues in the center stack because the older Aston Martins uh, or even the current ones that don't have this center stack yet the buttons are terrible the telematics are awful this has a great system with a dial that works and it actually connects to your phone correctly and it does all the stuff that a near three hundred thousand dollar car should do it's so i actually liked it more than the lamborghini i drove a v8 vantage that's a good car that's a car but that suffers from their issues now it's not my favorite aston martin and this is the most pretentious conversation I've ever had. This is It's not my favorite Aston Martin. The V12 Vantage is just a manic Let devil. me rescue you both from um, you know seeming like you know too much about Aston Martins. Please. Um, when I got in the car, because it wasn't a press car given to me. Hot Rod does not get Aston Martin. You steal shit from Motor um, Trend. It wasn't even from Motor Trend. It was from another friend uh, who was also an automotive journalist. And... Uh, because we can only hang out with each other because nobody else understands us. <laughs> um, and we're terrible people. So True. I get in the car Criminal and I go to move the seat forward because those of you who have never seen me, I'm very short. And I reached under the seat and my friend began laughing and did not stop laughing for a good three or four minutes because right. I reached under the seat of an Aston Martin to try and find like the little lever. Right. You to thought move it was a manual adjustment? Forward, and it's actually like you, actually, I don't know, you actually make like a certain sight. humming sound and then a monkey does it for you. Yes. A gold monkey. Um, mm, golden monkey. So, that's a good, that's a good beer, anyway, that's, that's sort of what the Aston is like to me. It's the, you know, it's I, the kind of car that makes you feel stupid for not knowing. That a golden monkey is going to move. Yeah, but that's what you do is you call the dealer, scream at them, and they'll apologize and come out and wash your car and then show you in the most polite way possible so that it looks like you discovered it, how to use the seat. (laughs) It's really like teaching a child math. Yeah. And they'll actually fly out in a helicopter and then land on your house, on your house, and then come down, jump down, and then um, teach you how to move the seats and everything in the manner of like an, uh, an adult speaking to a child. <laughs> that's how that's the economy of now, Hills. Now, Blake, besides our new car fun, you had some fun with a different crowd, right? And I'm using fun in quotes. Is that correct? It was fun. It was fun. Fun? It was not, like it like wasn't much fun? interaction. It was well, you know. Or fun. I don't know the difference. Jeff. Okay. I, we'll yes. judge we'll judge. It was fun. If it was F U N, it was like the band. <laughs> Actually, no, that band is not fun. fun that band is, is fun. fun. Fun is an awful That's awful not band. true. Fun, fun is, is fun. No. <laughs> Go on. Tell us about Anyway, I drove a Porsche 911 GT3 with Target Trophy. And, yeah, it's an interesting crowd, really. It's a, 
I'm not cool enough to be in that crowd. Also because I don't have a BMW M5, like, unlike nine of those people. I think it was like nine people there that had BMW M5. By, by cool, do you mean <clears throat> awful? <laughs> yes, that too. Where did you guys uh, start your we event? We started at True Speed in Porsche and Costa Mesa. And then we took all these, you know, weird Orange County roads, eventually meandered to Newport Beach onto the PCH, and then everyone just did 90 down PCH because this is, really? as a lot of calls it, an awful crowd. I'm too polite to say that. Uh, that's that's no good. Um, yeah, you know, what can, what can you do? You see, know? it's it's clubs like that that give car clubs. That's not a car club. That's a lifestyle event. But Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I, if um, I had a dollar every time I heard the words brand and or lifestyle used interchangeably, I could afford a GT3. That's true. I um, that was pretty good. You should use that in something. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I don't know what what because you know. Did you just I, I come do, up with that? Well, I do make the big bucks, Alana. <laughs> um. So I I didn't ride with a lifestyle event. I met up with a an actual car club, and I wasn't expecting much because the name of the car club is NGQ, and it stands for Not Garage Queens. Which is that that's impressive, that but it was mostly Lamborghini owners from Newport Beach. So I went in a little bit like this is gonna be. Where, was this with your Aventador? Were you? Just no, like, I didn't have that. I had the Vanquish. Oh, were you just like, yeah, this is my car? Yeah, I mean, no, I it has. I mean, it has DST plates, and <laughs> yeah. it, so, but so I, I pull up, and the organizer who invited me pulls up in a Diablo SV with the car the seat one? and his daughter in it, was it which was kind of cool. It was red. Okay. And then the owner of the shop yeah. had a Murcielago that he's, he's, he was in there wrenching on his Lamborghini before the event to get it done in time, which was also cool. So then the club members start showing up, and they're all knowledgeable. They're friendly, and it's a slightly older. It's not like kids. It's it's people who can actually afford Lamborghinis and Aston Martins and stuff. It's old money, not new So we, we they invited a guest to speak about how carbon fiber products are made, and everyone was quiet and listened to him, which wow. was really impressive. Then we went to the Marconi Automotive Museum, which is Mind-blowingly awesome. Where's that? Uh, it's it's in like uh, it, it, it's not far from John Wayne Airport. Okay, they, they have one of Senna's original uh, F1 cars. They have uh, this uh, Ferrari Daytona that was originally ordered by Cher from Sunny, but she didn't take delivery of it because she'd rather have her affair with Greg Allman. Like this crazy story with this crazy color pattern. He has a full top fuel dragster mounted sideways on a wall. Uh, the cars he had were amazing. So they were all super respectful of that. Then we get in the cars and we caravan up the 405 to the 710 and come in the back way to Long Beach and have lunch at the yard house. And nobody was hogging the left lane, even though there was 30 cars. And I mean, the crowd was like regular traffic was going nuts because it's all Lamborghinis, uh, Ferrari, the Vanquish and a couple other things. Um, but they, they didn't stay in the left lane. They'd move over and they, they obeyed. Well, Kind of obeyed speed limits. I mean, it wasn't anything excessive. It was like maybe five over what average traffic is going on the 405. That's pretty. Yeah, that's Wait, really five strange. over average traffic on the 405. So you were doing five miles an 15. hour. She was doing five miles an hour. We're doing like 80. Yeah. Um, with spurts of. Um, but no, they were all. It was. It was the craziest thing. It was a really cool. I I went in with low expectations, and I left with uh, great respect for this group. They were doing it very right. They like to actually drive their cars. Somebody had a brand new Gallardo that he's already put eighteen thousand miles on, which for one of those cars is crazy. Um, and your back, his back must be mush. Now tell me one thing: Did any of those cars have a sticker on it from Heavy Hitters magazine that said "Scared money don't make money"? No, but Heavy because Hitters was these... there to cover the event, and Heavy Hitters shares a building that uh, is true with you, I believe. No, no, maybe they're in Irvine, but they're Source, but they're so- yeah. they're a Source only product. <laughs> I don't, I don't think they hang out with Hot Rod at lunch. Nobody no. hangs out with us. <laughs> but aren't I, you guys the oldest publication there? Um, I believe we are the oldest publication there. Yeah, uh, no, I think we're older than Motor Trend. Older than, yeah. We haven't changed um, our name either. Motor Trend used to be Carcraft, I believe. Mm, Carcraft is still there. Oh, Carcraft. Sorry. Yeah. Sports Car Graphic, I think. Mm, it wasn't exactly, but Sports Car Graphic is a great magazine if you've never found an old issue of it. Yeah. Or yeah. rated the Motor Trend archives, which is amazing. Yeah. You miss it, don't you? Yeah, I miss yeah, that. Yeah, that's great. I don't um, believe him. Yeah, I don't have the kind of weekends you guys have. I've spent the last Yeah, but it's because you're busy wrenching on cool cars that you actually own. Stop. Footsieing, Blake. <laughs> I was trying to show you. The, He's showing uh, her a picture, which does not the, translate to podcasts. Yeah, Blake. He has to fish. explain. I mean, uh, uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> what was the picture of? Uh, Porsche. Porsche. 
Okay. Um, yeah. No, I I, uh, I spent the last week actually at the junkyard because I've been doing this What Happens to a Crush Car story. That's a good story. Um, it's really fun. It's amazing. It's like big money. The yeah. guys spend all their time like watching metal futures on the really? stock trading. Yeah, because it all depends on what China's doing and um, <laughs> also Korea. Um, Basically, all your all your junk cars go to China. Interesting. Or lemons. Or lemons. Because China only has, as far as natural resources go, it only has extremely rare metals and Blake. And people. I am an extremely rare metal. Yeah. You should know that. You are so not metal. Um, <laughs> I am. I am too much metal for um, one but, hand. But it, yeah, it was really interesting, and I got to see a lot of stuff get smashed. Anything and good that you wish didn't? Mm, no, although there was junk. a cougar in the junkyard, which I thought was surprising. Like, like older cougar? cougar? Yeah, like an 60s? old one. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I don't know what year it was because all of the, you know, identifying markers had been because sold Because she's already. Mopar or no car. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, but I got to crush things and uh, rip engines out. They let you crush out. things? Well, I didn't physically crush it because I'm not no, very but they strong. Let you hit the buttons? But the, you know, no, I didn't get to hit Did the Did you button. operate oh. the big magnet on the crane? No, but on Monday I'm going to the Shredder, which is in Anaheim. That's cool. Yeah. That is cool. That's um, the beginning of Gone in 60 Seconds as well. It is. The, yeah, the new one. Yes. Um, they filmed a lot of things at the junkyard, actually. Which junkyard is this? Um, it was uh, You Pick Parts in Sun Valley. Sun um, Valley. It's okay. the one with the shark, and um, it has a really great wall of crazy cars up on the Oh, it has, the, um, it has some really cool cars on yeah. it, right? Yeah. Um, I've been to that one, and I, I'm trying to remember. There's like a Fiat Multiplier. Yeah, there exactly. And, uh, there's um, some other really random stuff. Up I there. haven't been to Sun Valley, but you know who else is from Sun Valley? Paul Walker. He is. Yeah. Really, humans come from Sun Valley. Actually, I thought that was is. like just an industrial wasteland. Probably. Interesting. Sounds sunny. <laughs> it's not Sun Valley. It's dirty and hot. Come visit sunny Sun Valley. Yeah. You'll be disappointed. Are there any That's cars cool. that you would like to add to your family? What you mean, like that? I actually could, or are you talking about that like, you want. Lamborghini what do you Miras? Want? No, 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 no. Like, like uh, uh, something obtainable that you feel like you're missing, or something. Like, do you have a dream car that you don't have? Or, um, well, I mean, there's lots of dream cars. Sure. Um, I, I just I have two that are sort of already in the family. I um I bought an Opal GT. Nice. Um, which was sort of because it, I'm never ever going to be able to buy a Lamborghini Miro or a right. you know Dino or anything. Sure. But the Opal sort of maybe, and if you squint a whole lot and you walk really far away, kind of has the same profile. Um, and it has those headlights. Um, those crazy headlights, those crazy mechanical ones. But uh, so I, I just they bought that. Sideways, right? Um, yeah, they go like. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's really, really great. You should look it up right now on Such the on the Google. Um, <laughs> and then I, I also I have a wagon that I'd like to build at some point. Now because you're speaking my language. Wagons Which are, wagon? are great. It's a sixty nine satellite wagon. That's um, awesome. And I've got this like street freak obsession right now. I mean, hopefully I'm just going to let it go, but I think it's because I've been doing this custom helmet painting. So yeah. So uh, think show car, mid to late seventies, early eighties, side pipes. Gold chrome, lace paint, lots of panels, metallics. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like lower like out the hood. As much flake as you can get in. Yeah. Um, so I kind of want to do that to the wagon. I'm, I'm hoping that if I just stay poor long enough, it'll, it'll all pass and I'll do something more sensible. But do you already knows? have the wagon? Yeah, I do. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, Interesting. So, I don't know. You know, it's hard. There's a million cars I'd like to have. I, when there's one that I think that I could have, I try to actually get it so that I can... And there's nothing I dislike more than the kind of people who talk all the time about what they want to do and do none of it. Right here. Right. <laughs> right here. You're doing some of it. You're doing some of it. You went to Suspension? driving school. Oh. Yeah, I went to driving Good school. callback. I am getting my motorcycle done over now, my 76 Honda CB550. I thought you hated And you bike. got another beer, which you had yes. only talked about for a few and seconds. Now my life is really complete now. I've, yeah. I've had two Sam Summers tonight, and I think it's all downhill from here, yeah. really. Um, but you, but you're, you've done stuff to the Miata. I mean, you've got no, suspension. I mean, there's, there's just so many. You know, I own an E30 BMW. I bought an eBay for four hours. And then, like, you know, there's so many cars I want, and yeah. so many affordable cars, like old Benzes, like $3,000 Benzes, and like, you know, an NA Miata, because I love Miata so much. Well, and, um, you know, like a mother motorcycle. You, so. I mean, you have to kind of balance between what will, you know, what will fit in your driveway because you also don't want to be 
that guy who's got something awesome that's rotting in their front yard and, and anytime somebody comes to ask if they can buy it, it's like, oh, no, I'm going to do gonna, something with that one I'm, day. I'm working on it. You know, like, no, it. you don't want to be that guy, but you also don't want to be the... The so guy now, who has no like, car and is like, like oh, I'd, I'd like to. Yeah, man, I used to be, I used to be a big shot, man. That car's gonna be a big. That's, shot that man. reminds me of the greatest hidden collection of cars in California ever. Is it Jay Leno's? No, it's this Lebanese guy who prefers to be called Jack. It's where we used to get our parts for our Lemons race car. It's somewhere in Van Nuys. Oh, I don't remember where it Jack. is. Tim would remember where it is. His house is fairly unassuming, but decently sized from the front. It's on like this tree-lined street with a big U driveway. And then you walk around to the side and you start seeing a few cars, but then you get to the back and it just, the backyard keeps going. And he probably has 30 Le Cars, including the one that was used in Dude, Where's My Car? He's got an Audi Quattro Coupe. He's got an Assetta. He's got a 19, I think 1940s era Renault F1 car in three pieces. He's got uh, a couple Celica All Tracks. He's got. Probably seven BMW 2002s, including a few turbo ones. Yeah. Oh, what? Okay. All right. Um, Seriously, that's exactly what Lana was talking about. He's got... He's a crazy person. What else does he have? He has a couple other... He has like five stacks of BMW basket weave wheels that people you know would love to get their hands on. Um, he has a couple like Euro E30 M3s um, that just have like different bumpers and stuff, I believe. Uh, and there, there's other cars too that I'm not even remembering. It's it's wild. But you lost there. me at. I mean, you had me at 30 Le cars. Yeah. Oh, he has a couple R5 turbos. Nice. Yes, very nice. And he won't. The only thing he does is part out some of the vehicles. Um, that's like he parts out six series. He parts out some three series, and I don't know what else he parts out. The rest are just sitting there, not in the sun. But they're not taken care of either. You know what? You know how you can call um, like an animal shelter to take care of yes. a guy that's beaten a dog? Right. You, can, you should definitely call we should like create some that. sort of Even shelter. Even though we have no legal right to do this, we should just go in there with official-looking jackets and a massive truck. And Sir, we're going to have to arrest you and take all your cars. because We could make neglect. tons of money Car off neglect. what he has back there. Yeah. He could make tons of money. Right. Of we're not going to go in and steal them. Not yet. Wow. Yeah. Um, but seriously, just the Quattro Coupe is cool. A lot of you live near Van Nuys, don't you? Mm-hmm. I'll give you the directions. We'll work this thing out. We need to get that truck fixed. Yeah, we'll get we the ramp truck fixed. And we we'll can take them out two at a time. Yes. Or five Lacars at a time. <laughs> right. Um, and the Isetta. We can ooh, put yes. that in the cab. No, I'm driving the Isetta. So uh, I want to go back to your cars again for another minute. What Can you tell us – I know what happened recently and you wrote about it. But what exactly happened when your Challenger – crapped out on the side of the highway it was something uh, weird right it wasn't that weird i broke a belt i broke oh. a, i broke a water pump belt okay. so um it wasn't really a very weird thing at all and it it only felt weird because i hadn't actually broken down in a long time um one of the the benefits of not having too many cars or at least not too many cars that you're using is that you have to keep them running because otherwise you can't get to work so um in general things have been pretty reliable um but i the belts were old and they should have been changed and i hadn't bothered and I have a long commute now. So I broke a belt and, you know, it's like in the time between when you hear a weird sound and then you realize the car doesn't steer anymore, temperature gauge is all pegged and, you know, you get to the side of the road. Try and get to the side of the road, yeah. people. Don't hit the brakes. You can usually coast there. It's way safer. Nice. Now, switching gears, but still talking about what you do, more specifically, your office. Something exciting happened the other day at your office. <laughs> yes. Um, there's always exciting things. No, it's actually... Not this exciting. I think that this is a chance to use the word irony. Um, okay. Unlike rain on your wedding day or a spoon when all you wanted a fork. Right. Um, this is actual irony? I believe this is actual irony, uh, although there might be some English majors out there who'll correct me. Uh, someone completely unconnected in any way to the industry or the company or anything happened to crash a Ford GT into the hot rod and motor trend sign basically they hit the sign they didn't quite hit the sign but they hit the tree right next to the sign and so there was a large bang and um you know people said looked out the window then there was lots of noise of people freaking out and you know there was mass exodus from the building who we know yeah it was the first thought was which of us completely fucked it And and it is ironic coming from motor trend of course when it comes to crashing cars. Um, I don't think do you not, want to comment on that. <laughs> yeah, no I'm comment. Sorry, that was um, 
Like, oh, I thought it was funny, He but. says the guy who works at Auto Week. So, oh, um, we got a story about that. We're not going to tear it. Though. No, you're not. So, uh, anyway, yeah, everybody comes out and there is, you know, a Ford GT just sitting on the lawn um, over a sign, you know, older guys standing next to it. Looking not all that disturbed. Well, I he mean, was, he was fine, right? He was. Yeah, nobody was hurt. Which I, is good, so it won't make me feel bad. I don't I believe call him a moron. I don't believe that it was actually an extremely high speed crash, right. although it did look dramatic. Um, I don't know exactly what happened. Um, none of us saw it. Well, the nose on that car is probably like aluminum or something, right? Uh, it's like a gl- glass, fiberglass. Is it fiberglass? Stuff. Um, I don't know. There were lots of pieces all over the place. You quoted him, I believe, as saying that he uh, he said he had a stuck throttle. Um, I did ask what had happened, and he said, "I don't know." The throttle stuck. At which point, I had to just stop talking because I don't believe that throttles stick. When they do, you hit the brakes. Also, right. if the throttle sticks, you should probably just drive a Prius and then experience what it's actually like to have or a clutch stick. in. Yeah, there are a lot of ways of stopping cars. It's actually harder to get cars to move forward than it is to have them stop. I've had springs break. I have had a pedal go to the floor. You can stop the fucking car. And media people stop saying that throttle stick because they don't. <laughs> I warned Blake I would do that. For this one. Little applause here. Little applause. I do have a throttle sticking story. Did you stop the it car? It was the pedal. No, because I was in the middle of a 24 hours of lemons race. <laughs> oh, I was on the main straight. I turned onto the main straight at Willow, um, at Button Willow, and it stuck to the floor because I went to start to lift to break mm-hmm. towards. St- I just something was weird, and it, I could, then I pulled my foot off it and it stuck. And I was like, "That corner's coming up." So as the corner came up, I, I left foot brake. And then just started kicking the shit out of the throttle. And then it released as I'm entering the corner. And, like, I made it through the turn. And then it stuck a few more times. And then I came in. And we just ripped the throttle pedal off when I came to the pits and just had a nubbin. And the nubbin didn't stick. We had a gas nubbin. Yeah, I've, I've driven cars with nubbins before. Yeah, it, was, it worked. It was yeah, but see how break. even on a racetrack at full throttle, you I was were okay. going into a turn. You were able to control the vehicle right. and safely bring Granted, it to a stop. Granted, and let me preface this, I'm on your side. This guy totally fucked up. My car didn't have, what is that car, 540 horse? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that if if that car had had a stuck throttle, we would have heard you know some he engine noise. Dab Vapo and to be a V-School Dab, graduate. Dab Opel. Should have went to V-School. This shit yeah, wouldn't have happened. I'm saying this is from Jeff, a man who did not go to Cadillac CTSV Racing School. Sadly. Yeah. That's very true. On that... Ford GT bombshell, though. Almost literally. I, I think we're going to call it a night, and Blake is going to give uh, our lovely guest, Elena, the rest of his beer. I don't want it. He touched it. Okay. All right. Well, there you have it. Blake's going to finish his beer and his backwash. I think that's it. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Guys. I um, am not. I'm going to do my best not to break into your garage. And I won't touch your cars. But you can break into Jack's. <laughs> you can break into Jack's garage or back. We'll do that together. We'll, we'll take tonight. the charger we'll right now to break into the Van Nuys garage. Yeah, we should go do that right now. Let's, well, do, that the, let's do that in the Jetta. Um, let's do that in the Passat so we can get good gas mileage. All right, the valley. All right, there we go. Right. Let's go. We're going to steal cars. Right. See you guys See later. You later guys. See you on the news.